Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Thursday, February 9th, 2023. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, Tess Mellis. <laughs> Next to Tassie, it's the bearded one, my top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. hey hey Over yonder, our super producer, J.D. Hello. There he is. And last but not least, our social media superstar, it's got a sexy new setup here in the Classic Factory. It's Jerome Chang. We gotta meet under less chaotic circumstances. Oh my <laughs> god. No, I love it. We live for this, Jerome. Uh, shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. If you're new here, thanks for joining us. Take a second, hit that little like button to help us out, and make sure you subscribe to No Dunk, especially today on NBA Trade Deadline Day, where we might be going live 100 times for all we know. Um, but let's jump into the big deal from last night. <laughs> A few days after Kyrie was traded to the Mavericks, his superstar teammate in Brooklyn is headed to the Western Conference, too. Everybody wants to head west. Uh, late last night, while all the no-dunkies were snuggled up in their beds... Yeah, I've never wanted to live on the West Coast more than last night. Yeah. Be awake for this thing. Yeah, the Phoenix Suns acquired Kevin Durant in a blockbuster deal. This is a blockbuster. <laughs> Thank you. I just wanted to confirm with this you. This is Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the uh, the three-teamer l- earlier last night, that was Black Adam. This one is Ant-Man. Uh, so KD and TJ Warren head to the desert in exchange for Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, four first-round picks. We're talking 23, 25, 27, 29, and a 2028 pick swap. Hello! <laughs> Let's break it down. Um, well, first off, tell me how you found out this morning. Was it just as simple as rolling over? Do you check your phone right away in bed? I know it's not healthy, but do you do it? <laughs> Depends on the day. Okay. Uh, usually, I do, and surprisingly, today I didn't. Oh. Surprisingly, it took me until after a pee to actually <laughs> check my phone, which is, which is surprising for me, uh, but uh, luckily it was after the pee, so it didn't go everywhere. Uh, I was startled to see Kevin Durant. <laughs> wow. I guess you can actually buy into a guy leaving the bench Monday night and then not being there on Tuesday. Wow. He wanted to go. You kept but, saying it, Tess. Yeah, but yeah. but James Jones uh, seemingly reading all the reporting and Adrian Wojnarowski's reporting on ESPN didn't want to do it, didn't want to include Mikael Bridges, but Matt Ishbia, the new owner of the Phoenix Suns, who just had his introductory press conference yep. yesterday, Wednesday. He, he walked in. He walked, <laughs> That's true. That yeah, was yesterday. Yesterday. He walked in and said, just keep, call, keep calling last night. Give Sean Marks one more call. And he was very comfortable including uh, Mikael Bridges, which was the sticking point. James Jones didn't want to move him. Mm-hmm. This is the best trade we possibly could have gotten from here because, from this perspective, because okay. we've got – the Phoenix Suns obviously going for it, and, and the Brooklyn Nets getting as much as they possibly could in terms of draft capital, and I think the level of player with Mikel Bridges. Yeah, you know, going back to the preseason, it was Jalen Brown, sort of the top echelon type player that they'd get back, or Mikel Bridges or the OG Ananobi type chatter. So this is peak stuff right here, and we and I, and I think the Phoenix Suns. I think it's easy to forget that Devin Booker just came back. Uh, they have got to feel very very good about their chances. This year, and they've got a Durant and a Booker for four playoff runs. I think you could you could pencil them in for you know the favorite in the Western Conference next year. I'd say, but you could even say it this year. If you yeah. say it this year, I wouldn't I wouldn't think you're crazy they at all. Good I mean, team. They have a good five. I mean, they're a little thin obviously thin. after training some guys. But is this just the classic case here, TK, of new owner Havich? Let's do it. Like this is <laughs> this is wild. The timing of Ishbia coming in here and saying. Get me Kevin Durant. I said, get me Kevin Durant. Go get Kevin Durant. Now, there's been rumors, obviously, these teams linked for a while. 
but I guess it was that the the bridges hold up and they crossed it. <laughs> Matt said not a bridge is too far <laughs> yeah, for right. me. It is a little bit of new owner syndrome, but it's also a huge part of smart owner syndrome. He traded for Kevin Durant. It's not like he's making a big splashy deal for Kyrie Irving, which would be a huge risk. This is a new championship contender. I think the Suns were done this season prior to this trade. I didn't think they had the championship team in them with Chris Paul taking another little half step back, a little bit of drama with DeAndre Ayton. Booker was out of the lineup. The team fell apart, and they were still pretty shallow before this trade. They're going to be shallow right now until they pick up random uh, buyout guys. Mellow. Sure, sure, yeah, why not? Mellow. Uh, any old guy you can think of, Hassan Whiteside, uh, maybe John Wall somehow ends up there. there Cousins? Will be, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you made an all-star team five seasons ago, you could probably find your way to the Phoenix Suns yeah. if you really want to. Uh, but trading for Kevin Durant, huge move, smart move. He's under contract. He's great. The only concern, really, is injuries yeah. because he's missed a chunk of time this season, last season, and going back to his first season with the Nets and with the Warriors. Obviously, you're counting on 60 games and for him to hopefully be healthy come playoff time. But I'm with Tass. I think this at least puts him in the upper echelon of oh, the Western yeah. Conference. And maybe I'm going to hold out just a little bit to actually see him on the court together, but I think that they could easily be the championship favorite coming out of the West. Yeah, I guess why I'm slightly in uh, in hold mode is because of what happened with the Brooklyn Nets last year. I was comfortable saying, those dudes are the favorites, but I think this is an entirely different locker room. Kevin Durant has got that relationship with Monty Williams. Devin Booker is healthy. and I know, Basically, your one question with Phoenix Suns is, is Kevin Durant too old or is he injured? And he's had two guys fall into his legs mm-hmm. the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. That's what what's happened. He's 34. I get it. But really... I'm comfortable with, with this the the injury history. Again, four playoffs under contract. 23, 24, 25, 26. With him and Devin Booker, I think he's healthy. <laughs> and, and obviously I'm not. And and DeAndre Eaton is under a long-term contract as well. Exactly. I mean, so so yeah, you say right now, you say yeah, they have a big four and they're a little thin. They're thin at the small forward position. There's no doubt those four guys are starting. You're starting yeah. with Paul and Booker and Durant and Eaton, Tory Craig, Josh Okoji, or you're probably your starting small forwards. I think we kind of undervalue Kevin Durant's defense. I mean, he is an MVP candidate this season. If the Nets, you know, played a little bit better to start, like he is one of the best players in the game. Devin Booker <laughs> is an All NBA player. If they're all healthy, them and the Nuggets are the two best teams in the Western Conference. And if they're all healthy and they're in a, in a, in a series, who are you taking? I'm probably taking the Suns. It, it, you know, if they're again. Uh, all healthy, and they still probably can make a move. They got Dario Saric is expiring, uh, and, and some other little little moves there. But you know, they got to keep Jock Landale. That's pretty cool. Uh, they, so oh, I, think, I didn't even assume he was going to get mentioned. But that's exciting. <laughs> it is exciting. Uh, yeah, I, I, they are a little thin for sure, but not that thin. It's a ballsy, ballsy move. It is Kevin Durant. But I just love that they're going for it. Obviously, they're looking at the Western Conference, like, you know, standings, layout, where they are even. Like, we're talking like the Suns have had, like, the worst season of all time. No way. And they have. It's been bad yes. uh, by their standards from the last two years. Obviously, going to the finals two years ago, 64 wins last year before that Game 7 flame out against the Mavs. And then this year, yeah, struggling to find their way. The Booker injury was out for a good chunk of time. But they're, like, they're right there. Uh, in the Western Conference standing. What are they, fifth right now? Basically tied for fourth, I think, with your Dallas Mavericks, who got Kyrie, and he played last night. Uh, man, what a night. You could have scored 80 points last night. No one would have cared. <laughs> oh, sorry. That'll be like the 10th thing we talk about here today. Yeah, uh, I think they have a decent enough locker room. Like They were first in the West in early December, and then Devin Booker got hurt. Their best player got hurt. Yeah. And so Chris Paul's you know, age and breaking down is definitely a, a worry to some degree, but now him as the third, fourth guy... You're fine with it for this year, and, and that, the worries are going forward yeah. after that with Chris Paul, but you got to feel damn good. I, I know they, they, they're they going to miss Mikel Bridges. Uh, he's kind of their heart of their team, and Cam Johnson as well. So Suns fans got to be hurt yeah. just because just their boys are gone. But I think they'll get over it. <laughs> yeah, as soon Kevin as Kevin Durant, Durant puts on a jersey. <laughs> yeah. um, the best player they've ever had. I, uh, I, I can't believe just the Nets timeline of what's happened over the last, like, three and a half years like it'll do your head in when you think about what's gone on 
July 2019, they signed Kyrie Irving. Soon after that, Kevin Durant is acquired from the Warriors in a sign-and-trade. Injured. A couple years after that, they acquired James Harden from the Rockets. February 2022, he's traded to the 76ers is when they start to build it down. Three years sort of to build it up. Two years, really. And then it just starts ripping down here in two years. Harden traded to the 76ers February 6th, obviously, of 23. Kyrie traded to the Mavs. And then last night, call it today, Kevin Durant traded to the Suns. Holy moly. <laughs> to, like, acquire three MVP-like guys, three Hall of Famers, put them all together in the span of, again, like a three-year window, two-year window, and then to blow it up in, in a year. And, man, I felt bad for my godson. He turned into a Nets fan. His his father, my buddy Grish, your buddy Grish, our buddy Grish, he bought him three jerseys. Bought him a Harden Nets jersey. Bought him a Kyrie Nets jersey. Bought him a Durant Nets jersey. God, I hope you did that with the Amex. No, it's too late. It's, oh, I, I was geez. just I was just reporting that news here to the studio before you got here. <laughs> it's outside the Amex window. Oh, geez. 14 months ago. Oof. It's got to be 12 months to get the insurance. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So I don't know if he bought the extended insurance. <laughs> that, wow, doesn't, that doesn't exist. Three jerseys you could throw out or at least give good to Goodwill or something. Yeah, wow. we're talking about American nuts. Express insurance. Nuts. We're talking about Matt Ishbia giving out a mortgage rate to the Nets. That's a pretty good mortgage rate. So do you think then what you were saying, Durant leaving the bench after the Kyrie thing, like, so Durant went to them, went to uh, Josiah and said, okay, get me out of here too. <laughs> like, right? Otherwise, we were like sitting here going, okay, they traded Kyrie, all right, they get off of that headache, get some nice pieces back, it's fine, it's not crazy, but like, there's some, there's something there to pack, you know, put around Kevin Durant, there's some defensive-minded guys there, and instead, you know, two days later, he's gone. Well, I mean, obviously, they must have had some sort of a chat about it, but I also think it's probably, you know, the Nets get the offer from the Suns, and they're like, four first-round picks and a swap, and we're trading a 34-year-old guy who has injury problems to a team that has had injury problems the entire season. And the Bridges part of it, who, you know, could be... In, you don't think Bridges could be an all-star in this league? Uh, maybe if his team has 60 wins and he's the third guy. That's... Okay. That, I mean, he's fine. He's fine to me, but I would trade Mikhail Bridges for Kevin Durant 100 times out of 100, even if Bridges ends up being a three-time all-star. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually don't know that he'll hang around on the Nets either, because why? Why, at this point, all they have is 3 and D wings. They got a lot of them. Yeah. It's basically all they got is wings who play three, three and D. But I kind of think it's like, I don't know. I didn't think that Kevin Durant would get traded this year. I thought it would take too much negotiation mm-hmm. and it just it'd be a lot easier to do. But the Suns had a ton of picks. They had youngish players, and that's exactly what you're looking for in a deal for somebody who may, at the very least, be unhappy in the future. We know he was unhappy in the past in the interim. Who knows? Uh, so a good job by the Nets, I think, to be able to get back players and to be able to get back these picks and maybe still make moves going forward. Uh, I just don't think that they are a team to worry about going forward this season. I mean, maybe they'll hang out in the in the play-in tournament, but I think they'll drop pretty far down the standings. It sounds like they're going to try and move Crowder here, too, to a possible contender before the deadline ends at 3 p.m. today. I keep forgetting that. <laughs> it's today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they did as best as they could, and I think the Nets front office, even going back to the summer, was thinking about, let's just blow this thing up to some degree with Kevin Durant. And so I don't even know if they talked in the last 48 hours. They've they've been thinking about it. They were kind of uh, in this mindset before the season uh, with Josiah and Sean Marks where they were just upset with the direction of the team, with the attitude of the team. And so I think that's carried over. And basically that's as good as you can get essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Mikel Bridges is not a number one. I, I agree with Trey to some degree here. He is an OG and an OB type. Yeah. Uh, if if the best ability is availability, then he's the best player in the league. The guy doesn't miss a game. <laughs> there you go. But guess what? The best ability is not availability. He's a very good player. He's not a number one. Uh, you know, him and the two cams, two cams is exciting. Uh, Cam Johnson and now Cam Thomas. Yeah. The oh. future is here. The cam, the cams. Have Too become... bad they didn't throw in campaign for yeah. the trade. Oh. That's a good call. Triple cams. Uh, not quite the studio here. We got, how many cams we got? Going on? We got, <laughs> we got a, a new lot cam. today. Yeah. <laughs> new cam on Jerome. Oh, I see five at least. <laughs> Man, we blew Six. the budget. Yeah. Um, but I think that is the best they could do. They got a 23, a 25, 27, and a 29 from the Suns. They don't have their own picks. So, yeah, 
they don't have their own future to bank on, but now they have the Suns' future to bank on. I do think the 23 and 25 pick aren't going to be all that great. They do get the swap, as, as you said, there in 28. Mm-hmm. So they're banking on the second half of this decade, Chris Paul being gone. Who knows what happens with Kevin Durant's age. Uh, but the Suns have their team. I, I don't I don't think they're, they're moving off this until Kevin Durant uh, becomes, you know, a shell of himself late in his 30s or I, I, I ju- I'm just comfortable saying that Kevin Durant is healthy enough he's bounced back we thought he was done and when he had that foot injury in 2016 I mean people were questioning uh, before he went to the Warriors I guess it was 2014 I'm getting my years mixed up uh, but before he went to the Warriors mm-hmm. and so he's bounced back and he's bounced back uh, after uh, the Warriors injury I, I don't think I, I'm I'm being crazy it's a different era players are playing you know, later into their thirties. Yeah. So I, I I'm comfortable with the Nets taking this chance. And at the same time, as I said off the top, the Nets taking a chance here too to to really to really tear it up. That's why it feels so good. It feels like both teams swinging and uh oh, I'm not sitting here and applauding the Brooklyn Nets. This oh, is for you mean for the last pathetic. few years. I mean you can put a lot of the blame on the players, but also put some on the front office. They brought in three again, Hall of Famers and won one playoff series. Um it's like don't this, let this players is not run good. your team. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Um and Brooklyn still owes Houston their first round picks in 24, 26. Rockets have the right to swap in 25, 27. Yeah, they got some back here. They got I guess uh seven tradable first rounders over the next 7 years here uh in in these moves they've made sending out Kyrie and KD, but uh it's it's not it's that's this is pretty sad. I mean, look, the Rockets are probably happy with this deal, right? Because sure. of those picks I just said. Like, they want the Nets to be as bad as possible moving forward here. And you're going to probably be worse getting rid of Kyrie and KD. But maybe they won't. I mean, because they were running the front office, whatever. And all of the just the negativity and the and the bad headlines hanging over them. Maybe they'll just feel, feel a little looser. They basically just went back to the old Nets mm-hmm. <laughs> before uh, they ended up trying to build the superstar team. Crazy, crazy the stuff. The Kenny Atkinson Nets. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the Spencer Dinwiddie and Nick Claxton and the, the Cams now. You know, injuries played a factor in that super team that didn't work out. Yeah. It's a factor. You got to mention it. Uh, but, yeah, the headache is gone. And I think that was part of the, the move here, the Sean Marks. Let's move on. Let's uh, let's get back to the Kenny days. Where... It's a lot easier when you don't have to try and win, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, as Utah Watanabe tweeted this morning at 8.36 a.m. Once again, the wonderful world. It's um, it translated from Google, but uh, this, this is where we what are right you drop it. You drop it in the Positive. Utah in, uh, in Japanese tweeted, once again, the wonderful world. You think Utah's just happy? Just He's just out there now playing ball? I, Things I, are feeling good? You got to assume. You know what? It's the positivity you need. Yeah. Weirder than that after the last couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any other thoughts here? On uh, on the Suns Nets blockbuster deal. What else uh, you got? Yes, 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 yes. I do have some thoughts. Kevin Durant, <laughs> he's switching conferences. Did you hear? Yeah. Eastern Conference to Western Conference. You think that makes people want to pay more for an OG Ananobi? If you're the Denver Nuggets, aren't you a little bit more like, whoa? Uh, probably can't guard Kevin Durant with KCP and MPJ. I think that there should be teams that are calling now saying, we absolutely need a big-time wing defender yep, yep. if we're going to be making a run here because the net, uh, the Nuggets have been in the lead in the Western Conference for quite some time. They've been a team we've been talking about probably still needs to make a move because they're a little shallow after their solid starting five. They definitely need a defender and a big wing. They've been an OG team for sure, as has Memphis, yep. as has the Pelicans, though they've fallen off as a team and kind of it feels like a little bit in the sweepstakes. But I do think this makes OG even more desirable to a team like Denver or Memphis, who now needs to figure out how do we deal with a new MVP candidate coming to the yeah, town. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you stop that team, period? Uh, Booker is obviously uh, a huge problem. So those two guys, and, and I know everybody just you know wants to say that Chris Paul is washed. I mean, the guy is shooting 39% from three this season. Mm-hmm. If he's your third best offensive player, called DeAndre Ayton, whatever. You just can't stop this team, mm-hmm. I mean, regardless of who you get. Mm-hmm. That's why they're they're going to be the best offense. So do you agree with what Trey's saying here? That, the, that, the, that the Nuggets and Grizzlies should be you know, increasing their uh, their potential deal for an OG and, tr- and really trying to go for him here with this being so open? 
Totally. When you're starting uh, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, you've you got to worry about your defense, period. And so, yeah, sure, why the heck not? It, it To me, the, the West was open uh, at the top, and Denver should be trying for whatever they can get to try and make it happen. And now the Suns are pushing them. Yeah. What would the offer for OG be? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. If, do they have the pieces? Uh, just a lot of picks, oh, I we suppose. We were talking about Bones, Michael Porter Jr., picks. Yeah. Uh, and the Grizzly side of things, that was a long time ago now when we did that OG <laughs> trade. Uh, we had some in there. There was like uh, there was like pieces of uh, you know Zaire Williams. There was one with Dylan Brooks. There was one without. Uh, I was trying very hard to get Desmond Bain to the Raptors. Uh, that's not happening. Um, but yeah, there are, there are packages that I think both teams could could make. Uh, though I also don't know what the Raptors are doing now, um, and we'll get to them bringing back Pearl Power. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I do think that the Nuggets and Grizzlies, def- definitely the Nuggets here with an MVP guy in Jokic, like with what now the Suns have done, with what the Mavs have done, do it for do it for him as well. Do it for your franchise. Do it for your fan base. Like, no, we're not talking going overboard here, but like, get some help. Get some defensive-minded guys that you can at least slow some of these perimeter guys down, or at least try to. Um, and we'll see if they're aggressive here. It feels like Bones Highland's going to be traded today. Guy doesn't play anymore. So he's an, an enticing young player to start a, 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 a deal with to try and get like an OG or someone else. So you know, we'll see. I guess the price has gone down for everybody. All, that's, all that uh, that stuff that we were talking about. Uh, all, the two first-round picks for Yaka Pirtle. All a pile of hooey. Mm-hmm. Every single player, <laughs> even OG Ananobi's price, coming so, down. They wanted four at first, the Mitchell package. Then it turned to three. <laughs> Yeah, and we'll it, it would definitely today, not be, be three. Two. It would definitely not be three. It'll be two in a young player. I, I don't think uh, Bones and Michael Porter Jr. does it for Masai Ujiri. No, probably not. That's that's too risky. Uh, but it's it's going to be hard to compete with the uh, with the Suns. Maybe you just wait it out and hope they get old. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it makes sense to to go for it at some point. I, I think uh, the the thinness of the Suns' rotation is a bit overblown already. Eight hours into this thing, because they still do have a couple of their own draft picks here, even though they've traded a bunch, uh, and they, you know, they they still could trade Sarich. As I said, they could make another pick swap. Like when you've got those four guys that we've mentioned, you gotta feel good, no matter what. Yeah, of course. I, I, th- I think it's being that's a, what they're doing here. I think it's a bit overblown, just that they don't have anybody to to defend. Kevin Durant's a pretty good defender. I mean, they they've got a good a. Very good. Very, 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 very good team. <laughs> they are banking 100% on the health of these guys. Chris mm-hmm. Paul in his age, holding up in a playoff run. Obviously, Booker, you know, just hoping he's fine after his injury. And then Kevin Durant's the huge one. The guy's missed like 150 games over the last three seasons or something like that. Um, some of it just unfortunate guys falling into him. But, yeah, those three guys out there, DeAndre Ayton is playing well. Um, if that's your third or fourth guy, you're good. Like, And this is a team that's gone far already. Again, disappointing last year, and everybody just laughs at them. Oh, what a joke! But holy crap, adding Kevin Durant to, they finally got a to clutch that court, awesome. yeah, yeah, it's wild. Um, Seth Partner had a fun tweet about this this morning. I thought it just made me think. Uh, KD is he the best player at the time of the trade to get traded in season, or who was the last one? Even is a good way to look at it. In season, you know, best player at the time of the trade. Harden's in the mix. Exactly. Hardened to the Nets, yeah. Yeah, hardened to yep. the Nets, yep. I would say. Uh, Jimmy Butler to the Sixers? Jimmy Butler to the Sixers, yeah. That's not that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Trying to think who else. I mean, Rasheed Wallace, obviously, a few years, many years back, nearly 20 years back. Pau Gasol. <laughs> Pau Gasol to the Lakers. <laughs> Pau Gasol to the Lakers. That was a swinger. Yeah. Robbery. Yeah. And then, yeah. uh, you're not going to like this one. Maybe, well, we got maybe, maybe earmuffs. earmuffs on this one. Vince Carter to the Nets. He's a damn good player. He was yeah. a damn good yeah. He was uh, sandbagging it in Toronto, but he was a damn good player as soon as he put on the Nets trade. That was a that was an early in season trade. Wasn't that a December trade? You don't see that too yeah, often yeah, in maybe. the NBA. Yeah, December seventeenth, two thousand four, also nearly twenty years ago. Oh jeez. 
but uh, but uh, like your godson, t- uh, apparently. <laughs> Shout out to Andreas. I, I talked myself into Vince Carter being traded for Eric Williams, Aaron Williams, <laughs> and the ghost of Alonzo Mourning, who said, "No way, I'm going there. It's cold there." We'll get to the Toronto <laughs> forecast a little bit later in the show. Did you guys did you guys tune in for the forecast, the Toronto forecast? Because we'll get to that later on in the show. It's it's coming. Uh, but I talked myself into that. Your godson apparently talking himself into the two cam and Spencer Dinwiddie. And, oh, he uh, got no choice. I mean, he he. Oh, he could change teams. He, as a he kid. doesn't need to be a Nets fan anymore. No, he doesn't need to be. Yeah, that's right. He, he was obviously living in uh, New York for a little bit. Decided not to be a Knicks fan. Jump that was over. Smart. Was a Nets fan. Yeah, that's um, smart. Why not jump yeah. over? Jump over? Don't even just leave the Knicks. Don't be a Knicks fan. I mean, you live in Atlanta now, kid. I mean, hell, be a Hawks fan. He should have been a Raptors fan. It's on his. It's on his father. His father's a team of all a fan of all thirty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Guys, so he's a screwed up kid as it is. I mean, he's got thirty logos on his jacket. Yeah, man. exactly, exactly. Uh, uh, but no, just I would say jump over the Mikel bridges and go over to uh, Manhattan. No, I respect it. I mean, I I want him uh, to like talk yourself into a Cam Thomas. Oh. Guy's on fire. Talk yourself into a Claxton. Oh, that's coming from a. It'll Raptors be a more fan. fun team to watch, or at least cheer for. I should say yeah. to cheer for. Pain All the underdogs. You, so you're saying, like, as a you know, as a sports fan of a a team that had some tough times. Like yeah. Pain. Pain yeah, is years. sports fandom. Misery yeah. is sports fandom. Of course. I get it. Yeah. Been of course. There. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. <laughs> we do have some more trades to dissect. So don't go anywhere. We're back in like 60 seconds. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24/7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover. Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply. All right, here in the Classic Factory, Thursday, trade deadline day. If you're just joining us, here's the big blockbuster that happened, what, like 1 o'clock last night? 1 a.m. Eastern? Mm -hmm. Something like that. Again, we were sleeping. (laughs) I was cuddling my pillow. Uh, Suns received Kevin Durant, TJ Warren, Nets getting back, Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, who might be rerouted today to another team. We'll wait to find out. Four first-round picks, 23, 25, 27, 29. And a 28 pick swap. Uh, we just did a, a good 20 minutes weighing in on it. People are pumped about the Suns going for a championship. Nets getting back a decent return there in a in a in two really good young players in in Bridges and Cam, and then all that draft capital to try and uh, put a little bit more in the cupboard after that Harden trade. But yeah. let's hear your thoughts. Yeah, and here's a, a tie-in as well. Our man Esh chiming in with. Uh, Another big name that was traded in season, Carmelo Anthony. We forgot about him. 2011 was traded yes. from the Nuggets Good to point. the Knicks. Tie-in. Suns could use a guy who wants a ring. He <laughs> can hit some shots. He's not retired. He's available. Just a depth guy. More just, hey, come on. Come on over. Just just, just be a part <laughs> of a championship team. Carmelo Anthony. Why right. not? Why right. not? Uh, if you are joining us live on YouTube and you're new here, hit the like button. We got a lot of people live right now and not enough likes. So take a second, do that. Make sure you subscribe to No Dunks here on YouTube. And uh, hopefully we'll be going live all throughout the day with some fun stuff. Let's put aside the blockbuster for a second. And let's talk about some of the other deals that went down last night. And we will begin with uh, the Portland Trailblazers trading Josh Hart to the Knicks in exchange for Cam Reddish, Svi, and Ryan I'm on a first name basis with those guys. Oh yeah, no, for re- sure. no reason why. We're just <laughs> real tight. Uh, Mikhailuk and uh, Archie Diakono. Oh, yeah. Sure, I took a chance at it. Uh, and a 23 first round pick that's protected. So again, heart to the Knicks. Blazers uh, gonna be uh, the next team to maybe take a flyer on Cam Reddish. 
Uh, Svi, Ryan to make the money work. And a 23 first-round pick, uh, which is protected. And I believe uh, it's lottery protected. It turns into four second-rounders if it doesn't convey this year, which is a little rare yeah. <laughs> for that type of thing to happen. But anyway, thoughts on uh, thoughts on the Knicks side of things. Getting hard. He's the, the real player in this trade. He's a Tibbs type of player. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's going to get out there. I don't think he starts on this team because I think Quentin Grimes has been griming it pretty well uh, for the New York Knicks. <laughs> I mean, he is their three-point shooter. It, just to provide space for Julius Randle out there. Josh Hart has not been shooting it as much. He, he fits coming off the bench, though. And it's, it's really interesting from the Blazers' side of things. We were thinking, oh, they're buyers uh, coming to the trade deadline. But this is probably a smarter move to trade something for a first round pick, which is probably going to convey this year. They're probably going to get it high teens yeah, and uh, a flyer on cam reddish. So I don't hate it from either side. I think the blazers shouldn't be trying to go for it. There's a fly right there. <laughs> uh, Take it a flyer. I was eating a banana in her in here earlier. May have brought the fruit. Flies. <laughs> I didn't have time for uh, breakfast this morning. I like it for both sides, but yeah, Tibbs, Tibbs and Josh Hart. Tibbs and Josh. Oh, that, what a perfect you, matchup. And you say that, just a hard-nosed guard, rebounds, <laughs> Tibbs-like guy, yeah. despite undersized, just going to play, obviously, on the defensive end. Sounds he's like he's physical. Sounds like you're describing Keith Bogans to me. <laughs> I think Josh Hart's a little better than Keith Bogans. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. A little he can bit. handle He's a ball. better rebounder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a better transition player. Yeah, I think he's better. If you're comparing Josh Hart specifically <laughs> to Keith Bogans, a player from the early 2010s, uh, I think this is fair from the Knicks. Uh, they needed help on the boards. Josh Hart will help there. They were a little thin on the wing. They got some. They got a lot of guards. They got a lot of big guys. Wing position, it's kind of grimy. Mm-hmm. It's Barrett, and now it's going to be Josh Hart, so I think he helps there. He doesn't help with the three-point shooting, but he will play hard, and, I mean, they gave up nothing from their rotation, so I think this is pretty fair. Yeah, I, I also think the Knicks are going to stick in the playoffs this year. Like, they've won enough games at this point that it'll be surprising that they fall into the lottery. So, yeah, this pick will probably go, but it'll be f- one that they're fine with losing. Middle of the first rounder, kind of like that. You probably would be hoping to draft a Josh Hart caliber player at that draft slot. So I think pretty smart here, assuming that the Knicks are able to come to a deal with uh, Josh Hart. Because yeah. you know, maybe you'd be a little sad about trading a first rounder for a rental on a guy who's going to be coming off the bench. Yeah, and that's probably why a part of the reason why at least the the Blazers moved off of Hart here too, right? He does have a player option at the end of the season. Yeah. It's almost certain he's going to opt out of that, try and earn more money, and by all reports, they uh the Blazers wanted to focus more on Jeremy Grant than Josh Hart. That's sort of the pecking order there uh and in terms of priority. So, that's a part of the reason why he's moved here, maybe more minutes for for Sharp, Shaden Sharp there. You know, Gary Payton second just lets them play a little bit more is another possibility. But yeah, I like this for the Knicks here. And I'm sure you guys saw the clip. Jalen Brunson, his former Villanova teammate, he was pumped. That was nice. That may have been the most, like, pumped I've ever seen Jalen Brunson. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Like, yeah. that guy is stoic. I mean, on the floor, for all, from all I've seen, off the floor. But yeah, finding out uh, that, he, that, he, that hard his buddy was coming over to join the Knicks, he was freaking pumped up just cool to see I, was Ryan Archie Diacono on those Villanova teams as well <laughs> he was definitely on Villanova so I imagine yeah. he was a teammate <laughs> but Jalen Brunson's like he sucks <laughs> Josh Hart this will be a, a lot better right yeah he, uh, it was just a perfect clip it almost seemed slightly staged because he was at like a Villanova he was having event. his jersey retired yeah right, yes. right. so yeah. that's made it even weirder he was wearing a Villanova jacket, jacket. Yeah. Yeah. he got extremely pumped that his man was coming uh, to join him for sure yeah, great moment. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, also, uh, Josh Hart was just just a note here for all the fantasy lovers out there. Josh Hart was like uh, uh, one of those fantasy wonders at the end of last season with the Blazers. He had a forty-four point game when they were extremely thin. Mm. So, did oh, Keith when Bogan, they were tanking very hard, did yeah. Keith Bogans ever have a forty-four point game? I don't. <laughs> What's think Bogans' so? career high? Somebody look it up. Bogans might have had like a forty-four point season. <laughs> it's quite possible. Um, important note for the nerds out there from Fred Katz. Fred Katz on the Boulevard. Um, because the Knicks own the Mavericks twenty-three first rounder, and because that pick is only top ten protected, and thus extremely likely to convey this summer. New York would still almost certainly be able to trade its 24 first rounder in a trade this summer. 
So what does that mean? If a star, another star, becomes available in the offseason, New York will have its full allotment of up to four first-rounders to trade, even though it just dealt a lottery-protected pick here in 23. Mm-hmm. Good note there from Katz. You know, if uh, if there's a big splashy move to get a, a Beal or a Levine or the Knicks like want to go that direction, they still they still have the war chest here to, to try and get it. I think that is important. That is important. And, thanks, Katz. Uh, thanks, Katz. And I wonder on the other side, the Blazers. Meow. The Blazers. Oh, Sorry. boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's that th- kind of day. Yeah, the yeah, thanks, Katz. All right, I'm good with it. And then we get a quick, a quick meow. Hey, in the Slack channel uh, for ads, did you hit the little like button uh, because you own a cat? Are you interested in a potential cat litter product to, to promote here? Be honest. Oh, we need to promote it right now. No. Of course I, of course I checked Of course it. you did. You got a cat. You got a cute little cat, man. I Thanks. hate cats, but you got a cute little cat. <laughs> sushi. You might Boy, call, eat that cat up. You might call her Perfect Kitty. I think that's the name of the product. I think. <laughs> I think. I don't really All right. know. Anyway, so anyway, anyway, it's the Blazers side of things. They trade Josh Hart. I like it. You can't just sign everybody. The Blazers have to, as we've talked about, change it up to some degree. Does that mean Yusuf Nurkic is going to be dealt as well? Because they're clearly sellers to some degree. I think everybody beyond Jeremy Grant, Damian Lillard, maybe Shaden Sharp are untouchable. Or those are those are touchable, I guess I should say. Probably not the right word. Everybody else is tradable. <laughs> tradable besides Lillard, Grant, and maybe Shaden Sharp. Everybody else is Possibly. tradable. I, I think that makes a, a ton of sense. I just find the Blazers so depressing. Like You were high. I was high. I was looking they, smart for a little while. The defense was like, oh, okay, there's something there. That was when they were missing Gary Payton II at the start of the season, and, like, they just fell off a cliff. And I just, like, what I mean is, like, it's so depressing. It's like Damian Lillard is averaging 31 points per game. He's having an unreal year, and here they are, like, and they'll just be praying that they get into a playing spot. And, like, no one takes them serious, right, as currently constructed uh, with Nurk and Grant. And even though there are pieces there, Simons obviously has a big game where he hits a million threes. And, like, I don't know. Just like, ugh. Wizards West. Yeah. Oh, that's a depressing way to put it, but yeah. Don't worry. We're going to talk about Yakup Hurdle on the rap soon, Skeets. No, that'll get me. You'll be happy. <laughs> You'll be fired up, won't it? Uh, Nurkic, I think, is a guy who could be moved. Unfortunately, he's signed through the 2026 season, yeah. so you're going to need a team who's got a lot of money laying around and also in desperate need of a center. Jeremy Grant, I would think, stays in Portland, but mm-hmm. he's an expiring deal as well, so maybe they just decide... Let's see what we can get for him. Pull the plug there. And, I mean, I've been advocating trading Simons since before he even blew up. I still think they should do it just because it doesn't make sense, man. It just doesn't make sense to keep doing the exact same thing, expecting it to change. That's what the Wizards did. That's what the Wizards did. They went from Beal and, or from Wall and Beal to Beal and Westbrook to now just Beal. It's the same thing. You're just trying to finish 10th every year. Yeah, and I think it's a good sign that Joe Cronin is moving Josh Hart because it, you could easily just say, oh, we can do it. We can do it. We got the defensive parts and hope for it. Obviously, the Yusuf Nurkic contract is uh, a bit of an impediment to, to deal him. Anthony Simons, I think it's not. He has such a ceiling, such a high ceiling as a score. You just have to find the right team. And we've talked about the Orlando Magic as a team that he could go to. He is signed through uh, 2026. What about the Raptors? From $22 million up to $27 million. Yes, a guard who can score. Yeah. Totally. You just need to find the right team for Anthony Simons, and the Blazers doesn't seem like it's the right team with with Dame beside him. I, I totally agree with that. All right, let's get to Teenage Mutant Jakob <laughs> The Spurs have traded Pirtle back to the Toronto Raptors. Yes, that's where he started his career. What, he played two years for the Raps? Was it only two? And then he was so. traded in the Kawhi deal. Uh, the Raps... In getting Pirtle send, Kem Birch, a fine tree, a protected 2024 first-round pick, and uh, two future second-round picks. So, are you pumped that Pirtle's coming back to the Raptors? Are you confused that the Raptors <laughs> are, are acquiring a, a player instead of uh, shipping out one? Obviously, still time left here before yeah. the deadline. But what do you they think? They can still ship one out. Of course. The price has gone down for Iaka Pirtle. It's not too high a price. He's 27 Solid player. 
maybe even Very a little simple. overblown in this factory over the last few months at what he can do. <laughs> excellent rim protector. Very simple offensive excellent, game. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Players are shooting over 60% when they get close to the rim and Jakob is in between the rim and that player. I will say I think Pirtle, it's been better than that years prior, and I think around more talent that will yeah. drop. Okay? That's, you're right, you're right. He is. That is his one really good skill set. Um, and he can handle it a little bit. He's not yeah. He's not stiff with the ball. No, he, he can no. move the ball. I'm sure Jerome's going to find some good tweets from Raptors faithful, for, from people who are excited about Jakob Pertl coming back. Spicy Peters. Yakin skills. Those, those guys are buds. Yeah. Best friends. <laughs> so they're I, back together. I, I, so the, as to the first question, are you surprised that they're going for it rather than tearing it down? I don't think well, I wouldn't, so. I wouldn't say this is going for it, but... <laughs> okay, I mean... Chambered. Here, here, okay, here's why it's... <laughs> they're, they're like, of course it's coming up, come on. We're looking at Yakin yeah. skills here on YouTube. Like, we the, back. the Spurs yeah. made this move because they were... Sack. Probably yeah, pretty sack. confident. I don't, I don't. I don't love calling him skills. I know that's his <laughs> handle, but that that skills. that was that was back in the day. Yeah. how they're pairing. It was yak and skills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yak and sack. I mean, yak and sacks. Come on, that's good yeah, stuff. It is no surprise the Spurs moved Pirtle here because they weren't going to likely re-sign him. So there is that part of the equation here too. From the Spurs. How side. much is this guy? Is the pay increase? His current salary. This guy is a really really solid you know center, but. You know, once you start paying him more, it's like, can you keep up with that? Uh, and has he hit his sort of peak as a player, too, being, what, 27 years old? I mean, I guess yes. he's in his prime. Is he going to get that much better? Probably not. But the Raptors, they are a middle-of-the-pack defensive team when everybody thought they'd be way better. And that we're talking defensive rating, defensive rebounding percentage, opponents' field goal percentage. They're just, like, average or below average. So Pirtle helps in all those categories. The weird part of all this is, yeah, what are, what are we doing, Raps? Are, are we just going to, like... Go for it in the sense this year, like they're pretty far behind, but go for it and try and just make the playoffs and then like regroup next year or in the next couple hours here. Wow, what a deal the Nuggets are throwing at us or the Grizzlies or the Blazers or whoever for OG or is it Gary Trent Jr.? Um, or is it Fred Van Vliet? Yeah, I look that, at that's the part. That's I look at those two scenarios totally different. They got a starting center, yeah, they, they can still do whatever they want with the rest of their roster, they didn't overpay. A protected first-round pick, essentially, and Ken Birch. Yeah. They can still go both directions. Messiah's kept his option open, I think. Yeah, the Raptors were going to need a center next season. <laughs> Regardless of how this season ends up, they are back in the play-in tournament. Exciting times for Toronto. Oh, I didn't even realize. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're actually yeah. winning games right now. Like This is like yes. one of their best stretches of the season. Um... But I'm with Tass. I don't think this means that the Raptors are going for it this season. I don't... I mean, maybe... If things click right, they could get up to sixth, but it feels like as constructed, a first-round out team is the the maximum for the Raptors right now. So if people are interested in OG, sure. Let's uh, let's get some picks going forward because you traded one for Thad Young. You traded one for Jakob Pertl. You're going to want to replenish those. Also kind of weird that the Spurs and the Raptors just keep trading with yeah, each other. Yeah. There are other teams. Oh. Call them up. <laughs> Call them up. 28 more teams out there. Masai, <laughs> RC. Uh, you got their numbers. Um, but I, I think, like, Van Vliet's still gettable as well. Gary Trent Jr., still gettable if you wanted. OG Ananobi, still gettable as you wanted. Or uh, if teams make the right offer. Or if you're Toronto, you just say, the price wasn't good enough. We'll roll with what we got. Sign Pirtle next season. And at least we've got a center figured out for next year. Because the same problems would rear their ugly heads next season as well. I like to pretend that uh, Pirtle sort of uh, tanked his performance last night playing the Raptors, too in Toronto like we kept saying the Spurs wanted two first round picks for Pirtle nope we're not trading them unless we get two he goes out last night <laughs> he played like crap against the Raps <laughs> you know 4 of 11 for him is very very bad you know, he was a minus 11 out there he only scored 12 points didn't do a whole lot but he did it on purpose because he wants to go back to Toronto so he's like yeah, if I play like garbage in in this game Spurs Raps then maybe they'll have to take the uh, <laughs> the the requirement of uh, two picks down to one and then some future second round picks hey, respect, good move res- respect to you taking in games last night <laughs> I was trying while, to watch my raps but man there was too much going on while trades are happening yeah. yeah we did an emergency podcast if you haven't checked it out on the the three team deal between the, the Lakers Wolves and Jazz that will we'll touch on here but to me it didn't even feel like basketball was being played last night it was a weird one yeah. uh, I, I watched uh, the Mavs game yeah got some Kyrie Mavs. Kyrie yeah, looked alright I had to watch it yep. yeah that was a good one what's your take on Kyrie as that guy's a pretty good scorer. <laughs> uh, their team looks a lot better 
with him on the court and Luca off the court than when it's Luca off the court and nobody else playing. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, a really nice win for the Mavs. They've got two wins back to back now without Luca. Pretty impressive. Um, and who knows? Yeah, I still feel like uh, the window is this season for Dallas because who knows what happens in the off season? Yeah. Because if you're the Lakers, you're looking at the return you got last night and you're saying, oh. It ain't Kevin Durant. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, the Lakers trade looks a lot worse in the light of day now that we've seen right, right. Kevin Durant make a move as well. And uh, the other part of that Mavericks game, too, Josh Green looking amazing. And, yep. and a lot of people important. were thinking That's, him getting important. more opportunity there. And, and Reggie Bullock had a good game, too, as the Mavs got that win. Um, and the Spurs, just the Spurs side of things. Spurs they get side. one first-round pick yeah. uh, for a guy that they probably are not going to resign, like I said, in Pirtle. And they do keep acquiring first-round picks here, right? Derek White got one at the deadline last year for them. You said the Thad Young there uh, was another one that they got from the Raps. That was a first-round pick. Got a boatload of them in the DeJounte Murray trade in the offseason. And then one more here. Like They have a lot of draft capital, the Spurs, and they are going to be well under the uh, the salary cap um, floor there. They're going to have a lot of money to play with if they want, if they can get anybody to their, to their team. And they're chasing the Rockets, as in yes. the bottom of the standings. Yes, yes. They've <laughs> lost 10 straight games. They lose games by an average of 10 points per game, the worst in the NBA in terms of net rating. They're close uh, to those Rockets. Still have one more win tied with the uh, the Detroit Pistons. That's what's important, the Wembenyama sweepstakes for this season. But the right direction uh, for the San Antonio Spurs. I, I questioned the DeJounte Murray trade, uh, whether it was uh, you know the right move. They're trading their best player, essentially. But they would have been on that treadmill of mediocrity. Uh, for a while with DeJounte Murray, and now they're they're going and you know, they're getting out of that. They're getting out of that that realm of just being a a play in tournament type team. Yeah, and I think a part of the DeJounte Murray trade was also his personality and maybe friction with the front office. Uh, that was a big part of them moving him, I think, too. That's what he said on the uh, the, the podcast, right. Stephen Jackson. I'm just saying, mm. um, not because of like he's not talented is what no, my point no. is. Well, uh, I mean, he's he's doing his part in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Um, Your godson can get a Murray jersey. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, we'll try and convince him. Uh, let's just uh, quickly go over the Lakers-Wolves-Jazz three-team deal. Now, we did an emergency podcast last night. If you want to hear us talk about this in great detail, fire that one up. It's in your podcast feed. It's there on YouTube. Um, but here it is for everyone. The Lakers getting D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt. So potentially two starters or at least three rotation players the jazz get russell westbrook he will very likely be bought out here and then we can discuss where he's going to go uh jta damian jones they get that 27 first round pick and then the wolves getting in on this they get mike conley jr so they replace d'angelo russell with conley take a flyer on Nikhil alexander walker good old canadian boy and then a bunch of second round picks in 24 25 26 well, Charlie, let's start with you. I mean, again, we did the podcast last night, but you say this one now, <laughs> after a big Kevin Durant blockbuster, maybe some of the other moves, you're you're not as not as in love with it from the Lakers side of things. But overall, fine. What's your take? Uh, fine. Yeah, yeah, I think overall fine is the answer for me. I think D'Angelo Russell has the best chance to be a J.R. Smith like pickup for. Uh, for the Lakers, similar to when the Cavs traded for JR and Amon Shumpert. Amon Shumpert was like the big name in that one at the time, but it was JR's willingness to just chuck threes alongside LeBron that was huge for him going to Cleveland. And I think uh, the confidence that Russell plays with will be emboldened by LeBron saying, anytime I pass you the ball, shoot it. <laughs> and that's what he needs to hear. Beasley will do the same. That's just his game. I just don't necessarily think that... Uh, Beasley will be able to survive in the playoffs. I don't think Jared Vanderbilt will be able to survive in the playoffs. And then a team that they're going to be chasing, the Lakers, they're chasing the Suns, and they just got Kevin Durant. So it's like you got three rotation players from some of the worst teams in the league, and you think that's really going to push you over the edge. I'm a little skeptical. I will say I like it more for the Timberwolves than I did before I went to bed last night because I think at the very least a lateral move uh, from D'Angelo Russell to Mike Conley Conley probably not going to be throwing away games like Russell would occasionally. Probably also won't win you games like Russell did occasionally. But it makes it more likely that the Timberwolves are able to keep Nas Reed. And I think he's a super important player for them. So I think being able to sign him in the summer will go a long way for the Timberwolves. I love the move for the Wolves. I think it makes sense just to reallocate the shots because Russell was handling and shooting a lot. 
Carlton Towns is going to come back. He needs his shots. Mike Conley will sit back and be a catch-and-shoot guy. He's shooting 41% on catch-and-shoot opportunities this season with the Jazz. I know a lot of people aren't watching uh, the Utah Jazz unless you're a Utah Jazz fan, but I think he was extremely solid in his role. Obviously, you got to wonder about his health. Sure. I get it. But I think it makes it just a better fit uh, for the Wolves. And he's signed through next year. Yeah, the, As you said, the Wolves got to make some decisions with their their roster. And D'Angelo Russell was an unrestricted free agent this offseason. Now, the Lakers just depleted their roster in the in the past few years, trading for Russell Westbrook, essentially. So they did not have the parts mm-hmm. to go and get a big name. Rob Polinka did what he could here. He got three guys who are going to be a part of the rotation for – a lightly protected first round pick. When yeah. that's and I think that's that's very solid. I think Jared Vanderbilt is going to be a, a key part of their team, especially with Anthony Davis gonna he's gonna be able to to play more four, even though Anthony Davis at the five is the best version of them. Now that they have shooters, I think you could play Jared Vanderbilt more. He can even hit a corner three. He's been okay in that regard. I like the makeup of their team way more, but yeah, they're not a, a championship type contender. And uh, it's, it was fun while it lasted as the number one trade at the, the trade deadline uh, <laughs> poll here. But Good to get it, it done before KD. You get a win there. Yeah, I love the timing. Nice spacing out of these trades that we could do that podcast last night, <laughs> go to bed, wake up with the KD one and some of these other ones. Uh, the Lakers just got to start winning games now. I don't care who's on their team. If they're going to make the actual play-in tournament here and try and get into the playoffs... They're, they're two games back of the Blazers, who we keep talking about, are like a joke of a team, and they're the Wizards of the West. It's like, they're two back of them, and obviously the Jazz and Thunder are in between them. I would expect the Jazz to sort of start to slip a little bit, but the Thunder, obviously, we just saw beating the Lakers. They're frisky. I think they have no reason not to try and get in a play-in tournament and get some reps for their young guys, um, you know, in some, in some high-stakes games for SGA and Giddy and those guys. So, yeah, they'll have to leapfrog them or hope some of these other teams above them fall out be it the pelicans the wolves the warriors the blazers which i don't think is a given by any means um but what you were saying like if you had the lakers because they have lebron and ad as a a five percent chance to win the title this year like or lower maybe like very very small it ticked up a tiny tiny bit more oh yeah so plinka did something and will he do something with the 29 first round pick here in the next couple hours are they done is this their team? Or will they try and get one more piece, a solid player, rotation player, that maybe you trust a little bit more, like TK was saying, than some of these guys with that 29 first round pick? Or do they hold on to that and be like, we got to have something in the future? We'll see. It's possible. Mortgage the entire future. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it sure sounds like they're doing. Uh, and at the same time, they've, they've hold on, held on to one. But what, what can you get for that 29 well, first round pick? Prices are going down, man. Yeah, that's, Bogdanovich, that's either true. one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, again, yeah, they got three rotation players for one when we thought it would be you know one per one draft pick per rotation player. Yeah, yeah. Whether it was Buddy Heald or Miles Turner, so the price has gone down, no doubt. Is uh, Westbrook still the favorite to win Sixth Man of the Year? <laughs> what happens with that one? He should have never been that, he but he was. But that. did they take it off the board? <laughs> what do they do with that one? Who's going to be their sixth man now? Lakers. Uh, Beasley? I mean, Sh- Schroeder, Schroeder, Beasley. Possibly. Yeah. Well, that guy's the favorite then. <laughs> it's whoever's on the Lakers. Yeah. Okay. I do think so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just because of betting, because it's the, the least bet on award. You think so, so? So it's just market. You you people, just market. More people are betting on coach of the year? Yes. <laughs> that's a tough That's a tough call. You might be right. Uh, but I think Norm, speaking of LA markets, is the should be the favorite. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brogdon or Norm? I, I yeah. think above Westbrook, especially <laughs> now. Uh, anyway, those are the trades that we have right this second, unless there's something oh, hold on. happening Clipper, on Twitter. The Clippers might get Westbrook. Sure. It, according to reports, then they have two sixth men. <laughs> oh, wow. They could wow. win the sixth oh, man. Russ is going to take sixth man of the year man. away from Norm. They need a seventh man of the year award. Mm. They both deserve it. Yeah, there are a lot of teams being linked, obviously, to a potential acquiring of Westbrook after a buyout with the Jazz. I'm just, the Clippers. I'm just saying things. I'm saying things because I just don't want this podcast to end. I just well, never see, want see, trade see, this deadline is the problem, Tass. Should we wrap it up now? <laughs> I know. Before the next big trade happens, so then we can regroup. Aren't we out of big trades? Pod. Aren't we out? Well, no, the Raptors are the big one here. That's a big trade. If the Raptors move OG or Fred, that's a big enough trade. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If. If, if, if. 
Um, so I think we should start wrapping this one up. All right. Regroup. Get ready for the next one. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Pick'em results, though, last night. Yeah, there was basketball being played. I didn't watch a lot of this one. Sixers Celtics. I know Jalen Brown broke his face, though. There's another all-star probably out of the mix. We have a lot of injury replacements. Adam Silver is going to be busy. Uh, But the Sixers couldn't even beat basically the B-team Celtics, who had, uh, what, no Horford, no Marcus Smart, no Robert Williams. I'm feeling this vibe, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. A little Yacht Rocky. Yeah, a little bit. Funky. Um, <laughs> anyway, the, the, the Sixers couldn't Smooth. even cover, so um, Celtics get the win. That's a win for Tass. You're four and two. Trey falls to three and three. I'm two and four. What's tonight's game? We got a man? four. Sing it to me. Four game nights. <laughs> we got a four game night. Four game night. Four game night. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Bucks, Lakers. Juicy one. I think LeBron's breaking the record tonight. I think he's <laughs> he, gonna, will, yeah, he will. He will. Guaranteed. Technically, he will. Yeah, unfortunately, it's just 38,900 that he's getting to. Actually, uh, he may not. Is he even playing tonight? Feels like he should take tonight off. They got to well, win. They what are you talking about? You're right. You're right. Off, yeah. He's got to play. You're right. They're at, under they're at home. The Bucks are favored by six points going into LA. That's not our game. Oh. <laughs> Suns at Hawks. Woo! <laughs> not our game. <laughs> Nuggets Magic, also not our game. Oh, oh the bull bull bull. <laughs> the bull bull bull. No, the bull bull bull. Yeah. What's I thought you just said it twice. The bull bull. Yeah. Oh, he said it, it three back. times. Run it back. He bowl, said bowl, it three bowl. times. Man, he said it quick. Yeah, nice. I know, man. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> what about the cold bull bull bull? The cold bull bull bull. The cold bull cold bull bull bull. Cool, Anthony. Anyways, the Bulls are playing the Nets. That's our game of the night. That's the first the first game on TNT. I thought we were wrapping this up. I know. Uh, the Nets are favored by a point, point, five points. So wow. That's a coin flip. We don't see a lot of lines like this. Yeah. Like a loss on a coin toss. It, yeah. the, the, I'm it sure, legit is a pick em. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure Mikael Bridges isn't playing. I'm sure Cam Johnson isn't playing. I'd assume these guys are not going to be no. there. Well, what the does that, does that uh, mess up Mikael Bridges' Iron Man streak? If he does not play in tonight's Nets game? I think that ends it. Oh! If it, if Really? Yeah, you're probably are right, but that'd be if, unfortunate. If the trade is cleared? Wow. Wow. He's so, got to play. Anyways, uh, Trey's got the Bulls. You got the Bulls. Sure. I've man. got the Nets. All right. I know. I know. This right. was high priority going into today's show with <laughs> yeah. all these trades yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll see who wins. In a battle, the, the Bulls don't get up for teams that aren't at the top, so that's why I took the Nets. Okay. They're ahead of the Bulls. What's that? Nets are ahead of the Bulls. This <laughs> a dub for the Bulls? Dub. Lock Big dub. In? Big dub. <laughs> all right. They got uh, five All Stars. <laughs> Who does? The Bulls. <laughs> cool. Levine, DeRozan, Vucevic, Drummond, Dragic. Damn. That's a lot of all-stars. Uh, How many on the Nets? I don't like this music because it's going to keep us ben on Simmons. pick for way Zero. too oh, long. Oh, one. Yeah, they got Ben Simmons. They do yeah, got Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah. Come on. This is his night. This is his night. 40 point I night. I think he's going for double digits tonight. <laughs> Simmons? Yeah. Nah. Could you bet on double that? Double digit minutes. <laughs> maybe. Sure. Yeah, maybe, I'll take that. Maybe. There was a time when Joel Embiid sat out and Ben Simmons would go for 40. There was that 40-point game. It happened. Uh, speaking of 40-point games, Jalen Green had 41 last night. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> that is an unknown thing. Isn't that? It's like his fourth or fifth time. With yeah, he's a super young guy. Go. Um, anyway, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. Uh, 
with Twitter down yesterday, we thought it would be a, a, a sick little trick to give Jerome tweet of the night. But it did come back. And it, tweets it, it were fired. Back. Yeah, they, they were fine. I couldn't follow anyone. I know that's still down, or it was down when I was trying last night. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Um, but for tweeting tonight, I thought I'd give you guys a little bit of a break from the trade deadline. Sure, Maybe thanks. something to look forward to after three o'clock today, courtesy of our friend William Liu, Will Liu of the Raptors show. <laughs> there we go. Hey, okay. basketball fans! Gary Trent Jr. will be shooting buckets at the KFC court at the Bentway this Thursday at three thirty p.m. This is specific to Toronto fans. Yeah. It's a free event, and you might even get a chance to meet the walking bucket himself. See you there. Hashtag buckets are life. Hashtag sponsored. <laughs> this might be the first sponsored tweet we've ever had. I will tell you that. 100%. KFC is not paying us KFC a damn dime no. or chicken for KFC this. KFC, come at us. Uh, you could get full promotion on a big trade deadline podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. We're no, Team Popeyes down here. I am Team Popeyes, yeah. actually. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I mean, I think it's worth looking into because we saw Jalen Brunson react to a trade last night are we gonna see gary trent jr react to a trade <laughs> at, at the, the kfc, KFC court yeah yeah well, i mean let's take a look at the court really quickly just to know what we're working with this we've got shots yes. of the court we have shots of the court um i mean damn that looks cool, it's very cool. cool it's lit up it's under an underpass yeah. um i i think we have a few more coming here that is not <laughs> Gary Trent Jr. shooting there in the back. I mean, it is the middle of winter. It's it's snow all winter. <laughs> so that part's weird. That part is That was weird. a weird they, decision. You can see in the background KFC. there, they offer you like thick padded jerseys to keep yourself warm while you're doing it. <laughs> Those are padded jerseys. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I've seen people wearing them and I just thought it was over their giant jacket. So yeah, it was yeah, like a penny, know. but yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Buckets are life. Um, and then, uh, just for those who are actually int- planning on attending, uh, I think we do have a forecast for later. <laughs> oh, that's why we're getting the forecast. Yeah, so it's uh, three degrees Celsius. Celsius. Sorry to America's fan, American fans here, but um, light rain. But again, it's under an underpass. Yeah, so you're it's fine. covered up. You're fine. Um, for This is a Canadian summer, as it far is, as I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah, it looks pretty warm right there. Yeah. Uh, I like a little sauce on my chicken anyway. Put a little water, a little rain on there. You, you like a, a wet wing. A lot of wet wing. A wet wing. A lemon pepper wet. Lemon pepper wet. Which is rain. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, will Gary Trent Jr. be a Raptor at this KFC? That's at 3.30. 3.30. That's or, an interesting time. Or, Deadline's at 3. I have this question here. What does KFC know? <laughs> <laughs> what does the colonel know? <laughs> Interesting. You think yeah. Colonel Sanders follows Shams on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Sanders used to live by a near my nearby Mississauga. That's a fact. The real Colonel? Yep. Wow. Uh-huh. What about Dave? Interesting. Dave Sanders. No, what about Dave? <laughs> Colonel Dave, Dave, Dave Thomas. Thomas from Wendy. <laughs> Where did he live? <laughs> Where did he live in Mississauga, man? Yeah, is he? He wasn't Canadian, was he? No, he took uh, took a little hiatus from being American. <laughs> lived that on chicken Mel- flew the He coop. lived on Melton Drive. <laughs> If I'm correct. Wow. Jeez. Control F Melton. Lived in a bungalow on 1337 Melton Drive. Is that really close to you? Very close. <laughs> I think I rode by Colonel Sanders' house. Jeez. Did it smell like chicken? It smelled so good. Oh, yeah. That is a good smell. <laughs> we would just congregate. What does that smell? Man, Halloween at his house was awesome. <laughs> Take buckets. A bucket of wings. Legs. Uh, all right. Uh, great tweet of the night, Jerome. We'll find Thank out you. if Gary is uh, at that KFC court. Fascinating timing. 3.30 Eastern. Let's have Gary Trent shoot yeah. We'll need on-the-ground reporting. Because regardless, yeah. I think we're going to get reactions to whatever the Raptors continue to do today. <laughs> yeah. Is William Liu going to be there? William Liu, I believe, is going to be there. I, I can't imagine. How much are they paying out. William Liu to, for, all, yeah. for all this? Six buckets. It's, it's probably. He's paid in buckets. Yeah. Yeah. This is Alex's doing. This is not, Al- this yeah, is not yeah. Will's Alex, doing. Alex Wong, his representation definitely threw him into this. Will, Will definitely wanted to do a reaction pod, and he threw him onto a KFC bucket for it. Oh, yeah. I heard Alex voice a, a KFC spot commercial. Oh, Was it not? Serious? Yes. I, I'm, don't think I'm imagining oh, that as I'm checking guys. my phone get that at chicken 3 money. Go get it. Go get that chicken money. Man. Uh, we're, we're, we're just hoping we get cat litter money at this point. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are living big up there. Why'd we ever leave Canada? We could have had chicken money. You could have been like, I, I lived by the, by the colonel. I know him. I'm in, I'm in talks of purchasing his home, actually. His old home. We should turn it into the factory. 
Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It would always smell like chicken. The uh, chicken factory. Sanders house. <laughs> Turn it into, into a podcast factory. I'm sorry to JD's entire Duh. family if that happens. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Great stuff. Uh, let's call it there. Guys, if you live in Salt Lake City, if you are adventuring there for All-Star Weekend, which is next Friday. Yes, Friday, February 17th, we're doing a live show at the Urban Lounge in Salt Lake City to get everybody all ready for All-Star Weekend. Come hang with us. Uh, tickets are available in the show notes, both if you're watching here on YouTube or if you're a podcast listener. Just click that link, get yourself a ticket. Come hang out with us. There are some VIP meet and greet packages still available, though. Not many, so uh, don't don't take long if you want to come hang out with us an hour before the show, get preferred seating and all that stuff with the VIP experience. We should get like a chicken, a bucket of chicken to share with our VIP. Add, add it to the listing. <laughs> One piece of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Did we put that on our rider? <laughs> <laughs> we got to send it in. Yeah, we, this is did. a Popeye's pod. Yeah, yeah, we yeah you're right. You're right. Team Popeyes. Uh, all right. Popeyes, yeah. uh, otherwise, guys, we will be back at some point later today. If we get any other big trades, we'll jump on live. So make sure you subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, of course. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be back later today. If not, if nothing of note happens, which I think would be very shocking at this point, we're here with the Drop Podcast tomorrow morning live at 10 a.m. Eastern. So we'll see you when we see you. Till then, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, if Kevin Durant can be dealt, everyone is tradable! Embrace the day, people. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.